welcome to Wild Hearts with Janine. I'm Janine, the host of this podcast, and I am so glad that you guys have chosen to tune in today. This is going to be a really fun episode. I'm sitting down right now with my friend, Allie Quattlebaum, to have a conversation that is near and dear to both of our hearts, and that is making friends through social media. I feel like that's kind of become the story of my life at this point. Most of my friends, when I get asked how I met them, I realize it's probably been through blogging or Instagram, which is really cool. Some people think it's weird. Maybe older generations, they're like, wait, what? You made friends on the internet? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, Carol, it's not 1995. It's normal now. But that's actually the way that Allie and I met. So we are going to be having a fun conversation about how we met, sharing kind of both of our experiences through that, and some of our tips and tricks for making friends through social media. So Allie, say hi. Hello. Allie, I'm so glad you're here. I'm excited to be here too. Yay! (laughs) Well, I obviously know you really well. We have been friends now for a couple of years, and we met through social media. Spoiler alert, I think (laughs) I already said that. We've been friends for a while, and we stayed close while I was traveling. We, You were one of the more consistent people who, like, We talked quite a bit while Mm -hmm. I was gone, which was really awesome and helped me know that you were going to be a friend for a long time, which was really (laughs) great because it was hard. That was a hard uh, season of life in terms of relationships. Mm -hmm. And so I just appreciate you are so good at reaching out if there's distance and you continue to be that kind of person. Even when we live close, we still (laughs) talk and I love it. We share life updates all the time. So, But before we get into our topic, Mm -hmm. why don't you just share a little bit about you with my listeners here? Maybe a little of who you are, your age, what you do, that kind of thing. Obviously, we know you live here in Nashville, but oh, a fun fact would be really fun too. Yes. Okay. Well, my name is Allie and I live in Nashville. I've been here for almost four years now, which is a little crazy. It's the longest I've lived anywhere. And I'm 28 years old, about to be 29. And I am a graphic designer. I work at a publishing house designing activity books for children. Mm. And it's very fun. It's very niche, but I love it. (laughs) And fun fact, I have moved 26 times in my life. What? Yeah, not not joking. <laughs> did you move a lot as a child? I did in the same city. So okay. it's a lot of mo- basically in my mind, moving is moving my things from one house to another. Mm-hmm. And that has happened 26 times. How many in your adult life? In like my since adult you were 18? Life, since I moved out of my parents' house, probably... Probably 17 of those have been as an adult. Wait, what? (laughs) I expected it to be the opposite. Oh my gosh. Well, you did have one international move, Mm -hmm. so that was big. And that's why, honestly, when you were overseas, Mm -hmm. it was easier for me to remember to like reach out because I'd been there and I knew knew what that was like. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Well, that is a crazy fun fact I cannot even imagine. I don't know how many times I've moved as an adult. Maybe like six, seven. That's more normal, right? I feel like that's normal. 17 is not. No. Proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. Oh I have become gosh. a master uh, at moving and organization. Yeah. And let me tell you, I moved myself every single time except for the last time I that's moved. Crazy. And now I will never move myself again. I will always <laughs> hire someone. I will never do it by myself. <laughs> You've experienced the good life. I know. You're not going not back. going back. No. Nope. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, this is going to be fun. Let's give the condensed version here because I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more. But how do we know each other? Through Instagram. So when I moved here, I did not know very many people at all. I maybe knew five people total and they Mm -hmm. were from college and we hadn't really seen each other in a long time. So we weren't very close. Like, I'm glad they were here, but we just like didn't know each other very well. Mm -hmm. I was hoping that by following people who knew Nashville well, I could get to know the city. And in that, I just started realizing that this city is full of 
amazing creative people. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to a few of them and mm-hmm. the ones, honestly, the ones that I thought that I would get along with well based on what they posted and, and based on just like the content that they had, mm-hmm. I knew, okay, we have the same interests or mm-hmm. we have the same like general lifestyle. Not that that's what makes a good friend, but it, it was more comfortable for me to reach out to someone. Totally. Like, so I, I don't remember what it was, probably because my parents are very huge Dave Ramsey evangelists uh, was when I like first found you. Oh I'm not goodness. actually quite sure, but I remember seeing some of the things that you posted and I was like, well, we have similar values and similar lifestyles, so why not? And then we met up. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. I mean, same. You, I My experience was that a nice looking human reached out to me <laughs> on Instagram and I, you know, you do your like initial peek at their feed and you know make sure they're not catfishing you as much as possible right right and yeah you seemed legit and kind and yeah i felt like we would get along so we did and we'll tell you guys more about that in a little bit but that's (laughs) how we met okay one last question before we get into our topic and you're a big traveler like me so this will be fun where is your favorite place you've ever been and or a place you're hoping to go obviously not right now because we're in the middle of social distancing, uh, shelter at home, shelter in place type situations. But yeah, where's somewhere you would like to go when this is over maybe? (laughs) Well, my bucket list item right now is to go to Milford Sound in New Zealand. Oh, I don't even know what that is, Um, but it sounds amazing. It is beautiful. And it's just one of those places that I feel like is so awe-inspiring that I really Uh want to go. I recently went to Bagan, Myanmar, mm. last couple of years ago, and that, that was one amazing. of the same places. That was the top of my bucket list. So this would be the second one. That's awesome. Where is your, your oh, that was your favorite place you've ever been? Yes, Bagan. So it's basically a sacred temple city in former Burma, now called Myanmar. And it's sunrises and sunsets there are absolutely beautiful. Wow. So some friends and I climbed to the top of one of the pagodas and watched the sunrise and they have hotter balloons that lift oh off. Oh my gosh. So it's a very, very whimsical, like just the mo- one of the most amazing views oh gosh, I've ever I've seen I've never even life. heard of that. That sounds incredible. Adding it to my list. Yes, you <laughs> That's should. amazing. All right. Well, let's get into our topic for today. And that is making friends through social media. We're going to have a conversation around this, which is I'm really excited about it because I feel like we both have experiences, both good and bad in this. So first question, well, as we've already mentioned, Mm -hmm. we did meet through social media, Instagram to be specific. After you moved to Nashville in 2016, 2016. Mm -hmm. you reached out to me and we got together for coffee, which Mm -hmm. was followed by tacos, which is a strange (laughs) progression. But it just solidified the fact that I knew we would be friends. Yeah. I think the coffee (laughs) shop was getting ready to close and we weren't done with our conversation. So we went and got tacos. It was awesome. What made you decide to reach out to me? I guess you kind of already answered that. But Um, was there something in particular that like really stuck out and you thought, yeah, this is somebody that I'm going to kind of take that next step with? That sounds so awkward. But you know what I mean? I do. I do. But I think what I said before, like, I mean, you seem like a genuinely like excited like nice person like living life you know and so and and like yeah I think looking at what you had posted and just seeing the things that you valued um I was like okay this is definitely the thing that I would want in a friend and so so yeah I think those are the things but I also thought you were pretty funny and I value (laughs) people who have a good sense of humor and so I think that was like she is gonna be chill even if like we don't end up being the best of friends like I like that's usually what draws me in is if somebody is Seems like they have a good sense of humor on the internet. I can usually tell that they will probably have one in real life. Well, too. thank you. That is so nice of <laughs> That's you. That's not always the case, but I was hopeful and it worked out. 
That is so funny. Well, I thought it'd be fun to share a little bit from my experience having been the one that was reached out to, at least as much as I can remember, because it was four four years years ago, ago, which I know is not that long, but feels like a lifetime in some ways. So I remember... I remember you reaching out to me on Instagram for sure. I think I was in the middle of my debt. I was definitely in the middle of my debt-free journey thinking about that year. And so I was probably approaching burnout of some kind because I worked like a crazy person during that season of my life, which I'm sorry that that's when you met me, but I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, I remember I did, you know, I did do a quick dive and looked at your feed and saw that you had a website and a blog and, you know, did a little reading. And I was like, okay, I feel, I feel pretty safe that this is a, you know, a normal person who isn't trying to catfish. And so we decided to meet at a coffee shop, which is always a good place. If you're trying to meet up with someone new from social media, I always say make sure it's somewhere public. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that's common sense, but if it's not, it should be. So make sure it's a public area. (laughs) And we met up and it ended up being really sweet. And I thought, oh my gosh, I really like her. And we have a lot of common (laughs) interests, but we're different at the same time. And and I think I remembered a lot of what it was like to be new in in a new city. And it's hard. There's a lot to, there's a lot to it. You figure out all the restaurants and the mm-hmm. fun things to do when you're trying to meet people. And like, it's, it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad that we were able to meet right when you first moved here. I also think moving to a new place is difficult when most of the places that I've lived before, my community was kind of set up for me. Mm. Like it was like my hometown or my college or like a program that I did right out of school that mm-hmm. there were like plenty of people that were in the same boat as me. But yeah. moving into a new city where not everybody is, not everyone's new. People have their, groups of people, people have what they do every day, their routines. And so I definitely was like, okay, how do I do this? How do I make friends that aren't just my coworkers or just people that I see in the yeah. places that I go every week? And so social media was helpful. It's hard too. Cause I mean, like any city has its challenges, but Nashville is full of young people yes. and it's full of transplants. Yes. So in some ways that's good because everyone has at some point been the new person. So mm-hmm. I think that once you like meet one person, you're going to meet a lot more people because everyone's been that person, right? So there's like empathy there. But that being said, there are a lot of people. Yeah. And then Nashville (laughs) is such a creative place that it's Mm -hmm. like people want to be connected to. And people are really keen on connecting others to other people as well. And that that is something I found out. It feels definitely more like a small town than a lot of cities that I've been in. Oh, I agree. It's very widespread Nashville, but Mm -hmm. there are, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Mm -hmm. What have been some of the most interesting experiences, good or bad, that you've had with reaching out to people on social media? Well, I feel very fortunate that I've had a lot of good experiences. Oh, good. The very first person that I ever met on the internet, I actually met while I lived overseas. And so I was working with an organization, a nonprofit organization in Thailand. And while I was there, if you don't know, Thailand is full of expatriates, full Mm -hmm. of foreigners who go there to work remotely. It's really inexpensive to live there. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of foreigners. And so I was definitely not surrounded only by Thai people or Mm -hmm. or something like that. But I went to a festival, a hot air balloon festival, which apparently it's a theme in my life. Yeah, it sounds Um, like it. (laughs) I didn't realize. But yeah, I went to a hot air balloon festival and I posted a couple of pictures and hashtagged it with Chiang Mai hot air balloon festival. Mm -hmm. And I searched the hashtag just as... Just curious. And I found some pictures that I loved and I was looking at the profiles with the people who posted them. Mm -hmm. And a girl named Mary posted one that I really, really loved. And I checked out her profile Mm -hmm. on Instagram and realized that she's from the US and she actually was from Nashville or was living in Nashville at one point. Yeah. And I already knew at that point that I was going to be returning to Nashville. Mm -hmm. So we got together at a coffee shop in Chiang Mai, Thailand, Mm -hmm. and we're still friends. You've Mm -hmm. met her. 
Yeah, 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 you've met her and, and we're still friends and she's still living here. And, and that has been one of the best relationships I think that's come out of meeting people through the internet. And then I, I've also met a friend who, when I was planning to move here, reached Mm -hmm. out to a friend who had just moved away from Nashville and I had no Uh, idea, but I knew that he had lived here. We had mutual friends in college, mm -hmm. but we had never met, Mm -hmm. but we became friends through social media and still are. He lives in, he lives in New York. And so it's been, it's been kind of fun to see those relationships grow, even when you don't see someone day, day in, day out, or even often. Mm-hmm. But those are good experiences. I think the only not so good experience that I can remember yeah. is someone who I met them and then I just was a part of their list of people for a multi-level marketing Cool, cool, thing. cool. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I still enjoyed talking to her and getting to know her, but like it just didn't go past mm-hmm. that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I've had, I've met a lot of people through the internet at this point. Starting as early as back in like 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started blogging in 2010. So there are still people that I stay in touch with on social media that I've known through the internet for 10 years now, mm-hmm. which is crazy because you see so much like life change yeah. in that amount of time. Yeah. And I've gotten to meet up with a lot of them in different situations, like people coming to Nashville or me being in a city where they live, which is really cool. I even like a really cool story is I was on my friend Stephanie May Wilson's podcast Mm -hmm. two years ago now. Wow, that's crazy. And I was talking about it was the first episode I did with her because I've done two. And we talked about how I'd gotten out of debt. I just moved back to California because I was starting to plan for my big Europe trip. Talked about how I was going to be in Europe. And I actually had two girls who live in Europe reach out to me and say, hey, if you're thinking about coming through Lyon, France, or Verona, Italy, you can totally come stay with me. Mm-hmm. And I did. <laughs> so yeah. I connected with them and I stayed with a sweet friend named Emma in Verona, Italy. Okay. Um, she was living there at the time. She is from the UK. And so I stayed with her for a couple of days and I got to live my Lizzie McGuire dreams and we rode a Vespa around Italy. Yeah, what? I got to sit on the back of a Vespa. And it was amazing. And even we even did it once and it started pouring rain, oh which was a God. whole different kind of experience and gave me a huge appreciation <laughs> for Vespa drivers in the rain. And oh Lizzie McGuire. And Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> and then I also then stayed with a sweet girl named Rebecca. She's an expat. She's from Texas, but she lives in Lyon, France. So I got to stay with her for a few days and experience I would say a city I don't know if I would have gone to if I didn't know someone there. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Those are definitely like kind of the coolest experiences I've had meeting people online. But yeah, a lot of Instagram meetups. And some of them are just like, you know, you meet up once and that's it. And that's totally fine. But like, mm-hmm. it's fun to have a new connection. And some like you become friends that I think I'll have for a really long time, which is really neat. I would say my only negative experiences with meeting people online is like people who are like really nice to you when you just chat through like say it's Instagram DMs and you chat every once in a while and it's really cool. And then you like say, Hey, I'm going to be in your town. Like we should totally grab coffee. And then it's just like crickets. Yeah. That's happened to me many times. And you know, it's always been a a moment of like, okay, I understand that you have X amount of followers and you are like paid to blog and paid Mm -hmm. to post. Mm -hmm. And that's really great. But like, I don't know. It really bothers me when people do that. And so I have always vowed that I would never be that person. Like if somebody reaches out and they are in Nashville or passing through and they want to try and grab coffee, if it works, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do everything I can to meet up, even Mm -hmm. if it's for an hour, because I know what it feels like to put yourself out there and just have radio silence. I mean, it sucks. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like rejection, I guess. Although I don't take it that personally, but it's more of a just like, oh, well, Mm -hmm. this could have been a really cool friendship. And now you'll never know. 
You are lost. I'm just kidding. But maybe I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> but that, those have been kind of my only negative experiences. I wouldn't, yeah, there haven't been a lot, which is good. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Like the uh, ratio of good to bad is like very much in favorable of the good experiences same. that we've had. I would say the same. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, what tips do you have <laughs> for making friends through social media? Because you share some of yours. And then I'll share some of mine. I'm sure that we're going to have some overlap, but you've been pretty successful at making friends through things like Instagram. And I think Mm -hmm. I've been somewhat successful at that too. Some of it's just been chance, but (laughs) what are some of your tips? I feel like my tips for meeting people online are probably going to be more along the lines of like making friends at any point. Uh huh. I mean, obviously it's a little bit different. The thing I would say first is to be yourself. And I would say Mm -hmm. that on any level. I mean, it's one thing to be yourself on the internet and one mm-hmm. thing to be yourself in real life. But like, I mean, the goal is that you're putting the accurate representation of yourself out wherever you were putting it out. Yeah. And so for me, whenever I post anything online or whenever I like comment or anything, really, I try to make those things as genuine as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be genuine in pretty much every area of my life. And so I'm in meeting people through the internet. I'm hoping the same thing for them because I'm hoping that what I see on their profile is going to be what they're like, because that's what I'm basing my desire to like meet them Mm -hmm. off of. And so I think the first thing I would say is to be yourself. But then the second thing would be to be open, because not everyone is going to be your cup of tea. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Because what you're doing is you're meeting with someone to like, hear about their story, hear about their life. And, and even if you guys don't end up being friends, or even if like, it doesn't go the way that you want, like, you're getting to hear somebody's story or at least a part mm-hmm. of someone's story. And the thing about it is that social media to me has never been, it's not supposed to stop at the screen. Mm-hmm. Social media, I feel when it was first introduced, I mm-hmm. guess, decade, decade, decade and a half ago. No, mm-hmm. two decades ago, probably really is when it really started. Almost. I don't really know. MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, MySpace, well, Live Journal, oh, Zanga. Zanga. I had a Zanga. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, no, I feel like the point of it was to deepen our connection with each other, not yeah. to be the connection with yeah. each other. And so for me, social media doesn't stop at the screen. The screen is just another like way to get to know the people that you know in your life. Yeah. And so if that's all you I don't know if that's if that's it to the relationship. Like, mm-hmm. is it really a friend? It is a friendship in a way, but I wanted to take it to a more yeah. intentional level. Yeah. And so be yourself, be open. And then I would also say to be intentional. And that's, mm-hmm. I guess I've touched on that a little bit with be open, but like friending someone on the internet is so easy, but yeah. being intentional to become someone's friend in real life mm-hmm. is takes a lot more effort that and is- shows a lot more initiative and a lot more intention. And so I would say to be intentional is like the way to make that really work, like a friendship in any regard Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to work. Yeah. But yeah. I like that like kind of differentiation between social media, like friending someone is different than actually being someone's friend. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's good, y'all. I mean, how many people are you friends with on Facebook that you never, ever see oh or gosh, talk to? Facebook is the worst. Or, <laughs> But the thing is, is that like, I, I'm still connected to them, which is not a bad thing at all. But like, I want to be intentional with the people that I see on social media that I really want to get to know. Yeah. And that may mean I purge my friends on Facebook or I purge my friends on Instagram, whatever. But the best way, in my opinion, is for me to take what might have been just an internet friendship and make it like a normal friendship or not a normal, but a more fruitful friendship um, in real life. Yeah. Well, I have a couple tips too. Highly practical because go figure. (laughs) 
But I have a whole blog post that is all about how to make friends through social media, which somehow has constantly stayed (laughs) at like a high level of viewership, which is weird. I don't know why it's one of the uh, first. If you go into Google and search how to make friends on social media, for some reason, one of my blog posts on that topic is one of your first results. I love it. I have no idea. It doesn't surprise me. Why it surprises me. There's no reason for it. It was something I kind of wrote right after I left Nashville and was Mm -hmm. just kind of reflecting on some of my friendships and realized like, God, most of these people I met through something (laughs) like Instagram or whatever. And so I did a little blog post about it. And for some reason, it gets a lot of viewership. And so these are some of the tips I wrote on there. And they're highly practical. Practical. Mm. They're highly practical. (laughs) Uh, The first one is, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. I promise it's really not as weird as it might feel. People are doing it all the time. Definitely requires you to be a little bit bold. It might mean stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit. But I just recommend like if nothing else, our friendship is a representation of being bold and just saying yes and doing it even if you're a little scared. So y'all send that email, send that direct message. Um, Slide into those DMs. Yeah. Or even just like leave a comment and mention something like you'd like to grab coffee if it ever works out. Um, It could be coffee, lunch, whatever. Explain your why. That's a big thing. I'm like, you know, say like, hey, I'd love to grab coffee with you to connect about, you know, our your love of travel because I love traveling too. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're an artist and I'm an artist. Or it doesn't even have to be like a mutual like, but like, oh, I really admire your writing and mm-hmm. I'd love to, you know, just hang out and get to know you or whatever. Like, don't think about it too hard. Just be honest because trust me, people can see through when it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just let them know why you want to meet them. Also, be smart. I kind of referenced this earlier, but meet somewhere public. (laughs) So if it's a restaurant or a coffee shop or a park, don't go to someone's house if you've never met them before. I feel like this Mm -hmm. is common sense, Mm -hmm. right? But, um, you know, sometimes when we are friends on Instagram or we follow each other on Instagram, it can feel like we actually know the person. Yes. Doesn't mean we actually know the person. Yes. Yes. So just be smart, especially if you don't have mutual friends at all. It might sound ridiculous, but I always say kind of treat it like a date, which you know, in layman's terms means don't agree to meet in a desolate area <laughs> or somewhere dark. Or again, don't go to someone's house if you don't know them <laughs> or any other potential murder-like scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Just think that one through because remember that this is someone you've not yet met in real life. So just be smart. This one is a little bit of my sassy one, but don't try to meet someone with the hopes of gaining more followers. I am not, I don't have a lot of followers and you know, we, we, yeah, we're same. not like super cool or whatever. We don't get paid to post, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but that being said, don't ever let that be your motivation. Cause that crap is see-through. It is so see-through. <laughs> it's shady and you're better than that. <laughs> is that, is that word for word? Yeah, it is. And I, it's from, yes. sorry, it's from the heart though. You are better than that. Instagram <laughs> followers do not equal life status. No, no. And then I'd say maintain your friendships the best you can. Cause sometimes like we kind of mentioned earlier, sometimes it's just, you know, sometimes it's just, you meet once and that's it. And that's totally fine. But if it's someone that you get together with and you're like, yes, this is somebody that I want in my corner on my team, mm-hmm. do your best to maintain those friendships. Mm-hmm. So if you live locally, you guys live near each other, like get together. Well, I mean, when I knew that you were moving to back to California, so mm-hmm. you could go on your big European trip, I was like, okay, like Janine and I just became close. Yep. I'm going to make sure that I stay in touch with her on the off chance. And look, it happened that she yeah. moves back to Nashville. Yeah, I know. Or even just if you didn't, I was like, she's someone I want to stay friends with. So 
Well, I'm so glad you did. Because that was one of my fears, to be honest, when I left. I was like, oh, no, no, I'm going to go be on my own and do all this traveling stuff, which is awesome. But how how is that going to affect my relationships? And so I'm always grateful for I'm not always the most intentional because I'm super okay being by myself. And so sometimes I forget like to kind of maintain those relationships so they, Mm -hmm. they continue and that they can grow. So I'm always all the more grateful for friends like you who are much better at that than I am. (laughs) Well, I also just think, like I said earlier, like I've been in situations where I really would have wanted people to reach out to me. And so I just want to be that person for other people. Yeah. And I can think of like maybe four or five people that I've been able to do that with over the last few years. And I'm thankful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I have one more tip and we kind of talked on, touched on this as well, but don't take a no to heart. Don't take, you know, it's a hard one because we've been like really encouraging you guys to reach out to people, (laughs) but the chances of someone saying no, like they do exist. Mm -hmm. I think more often than not, people are going to be willing to want to meet up with you, but it does happen. I've reached out to people who have, you know, either said no or just ghosted me completely, like Mm -hmm. we talked about earlier. And it always stings in the moment. You're like, oh, why not? What's wrong with me? It's kind of, it's like dating. I'm telling you, it's mm-hmm, really like dating. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to let it go. Like you just can't take it personally. And the right doors are going to open. You're going to meet some really cool people that you might be friends with for a season or maybe potentially for the rest of your life. And then, yeah, that's going to just teach you to be kind when, when people reach out to you, potentially. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to feel the sting of the no or the ghosting and like I said, it kind of helps you shape you and the responses yeah. you're going to have for people to reach out to you. So yeah, like I said, I always try and make it work out when I can. So you can do the same. But yeah, don't take a note to heart. They happen. <laughs> you're going to be fine. There's more people out there. More fish in the sea, everyone. <laughs> it really is so much like dating. Okay. <laughs> um, well, one more question, and mm-hmm. this will be fun. What advice would you give to someone who has thought about or is currently thinking about using social media to form new friendships? I don't feel like it'll be a surprise to anyone listening to this that my Mm -hmm. advice is go for it. But I would say that I've been a shy person in my life. Mm -hmm. like, And this small step of asking someone to get coffee that I thought that I would get along with, well, um, encouraged me to step out of my comfort zone in more areas than just Mm -hmm. that. And so I would encourage people to go for it. And I'm a huge believer. And if it's not meant to be, it's Mm -hmm. not meant to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing happens just out of coincidence in my mind and in my experience. And so I would just say, go for it. And yeah, honestly, that's probably my advice. That's yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't actually know me in real life, but I am actually an introvert. Maybe that's not a spoiler. I don't know. (laughs) I like people. I'm an extroverted introvert, but truly I'm an introvert. So I'm pretty content being on my own. Mm -hmm. But I do remember the first few years I lived in Nashville were not a few years, but a few months for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe the first full year I was here were pretty hard because I made friends through work, which is fine. It's great to make friends in in your workplace, but it's different when you're all of a sudden on a weekend and you realize like, Mm. I don't have anyone to call. (laughs) And so it can be really hard, particularly post-college. Like if you're still in college, count your blessings, my friends, because you have instant community, (laughs) which is amazing, but real life is not going to be like that. Wow. I hope that didn't just totally ruin your day, (laughs) but I'm trying to be honest, (laughs) but it's harder. It's harder to meet friends as an adult, especially post-college. You know, everyone's busy. Some people, you know, really love to go out. Some people love to stay in. It's just, you know, you have to figure it all out. So, but um, what's really cool is it's become a lot more normal for people to make friends on the internet Mm -hmm. and not in like creepy AOL chat rooms. Mm -hmm. Like 
Oh, I remember those in middle school, man. My parents were terrified that I was yeah. going to end up in a chat room and get catfished <laughs> and it, don't worry, it didn't happen. But like nowadays we see faces and we hear mm-hmm. live stories and things like Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we are able to connect with people that we might not have ever gotten to meet in real life, which is really neat. And it's become a lot more normalized to reach out and to make friends through mm-hmm. things like Instagram and social media. So know that it's really not weird. You can do it. And and just remember to like go in it with a totally open mind. Be honest, be kind, and yeah, it's going to work out. I, I agree with you. If it's if it's meant to be, it will. Like the right doors will open. You're going to meet some really cool people. You might meet people and think, yeah, we might not we might not hang out again. But you know what? I got to learn a little bit about this person and I got out of my comfort zone. And that's also a really beautiful thing. So just do it. I like you don't know what kind of connections you could make. So I would say mm-hmm. like, don't let fear stand in your way. Mm-hmm. And don't let like that uncomfort or like that you know, you might think it's super awkward or that you're going to be awkward. You probably will be awkward. That's okay. Because guess what? We all are awkward. (laughs) Um, But I would say just do it anyway, because you really don't know what friendships could form or what opportunities could open themselves. I mean, there's a world of possibilities when we choose to get out of our comfort zone and just do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So I would say just do it. And I think like considering all the stuff that's going on right now with COVID-19 and Mm -hmm. how a lot of us are really starved for friendship and community. And I know that I'm definitely going to be thinking about things a lot differently once this kind of wraps up. Yeah. And not knowing when that'll be like really just makes me that more certain that when that happens, I will be more intentional with mm-hmm. the time that I spend with people. And so, I mean, if that's you too, like maybe now is the time to think like once this is done, maybe mm-hmm. I should reach out to some people that maybe I already know and I haven't reached out to in a while or someone that you've wanted to meet or someone that you've been curious about, like what their life is like and Mm -hmm. want to know more about them. And so maybe this is a time to remind yourself, like we need people, whether those people are people we've known our whole lives or people that we know through the internet and might one day be a closer friend than Mm -hmm. that. So yeah, this really is like a great time to do it. We are home more than ever. We're on our phones more than ever. Mm -hmm. We are probably lonelier than ever. (laughs) Um, And so why not just take that chance and say, Mm -hmm. hey, when this craziness is over, let's get some coffee. Or, hey, here's another alternative, virtual coffee dates. Oh my gosh, yes. Wait, that's actually even safer than (laughs) person. (laughs) So much safer. But yeah, just do like a quick, do a Zoom call. Oh, healthier too. Do a Zoom call, do a FaceTime, like Mm -hmm. just, you know, get to connect with people. And I just think that the internet, you know, it can be a really dark and scary place, but it also, there's so much redemption there. There's so much beauty. There's so much that like you can do and experience because the internet exists in the form that it does. And that means... You can meet new people and you can create new friendships. You could even find your partner, like your life partner. I have so many friends who mm-hmm. met their husbands or their wives through online dating. Does online dating terrify me? 100%. But it works <laughs> for other people. <laughs> and that's, that is a beautiful aspect of, mm-hmm. of the time the time that we live in as well. So mm-hmm. y'all can do this. Feel free to reach out to Allie or to myself mm-hmm. or to both of us. Group coffee date. We would love <laughs> to hear from you guys. Allie, this has been a fun topic. Oh my gosh, I love this. Me too. Don't yeah. worry, we have three more questions. Oh, perfect. It's not on the topic. It's, okay, our, okay. it's our wrap-up questions that I ask <laughs> every guest, but they're still just as Just fun. three more. Yes, just three more. <laughs> so first question here, knowing what you know now at 28. Mm-hmm, 28. <laughs> Almost 29. I am legit so bad at remembering people's <laughs> ages. I was talking to our mutual friend, Ellen, the other day. Shout out, Ellen. 
And her and I are the same age. And I straight up thought she was 27 or 26. And she was about to have a birthday. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you so excited to be 27? She's like, I'm going to be 30. And I was like, cool. <laughs> wow, I am the worst friend. Oh my gosh, no. But I anyway. can only remember my age or other people's ages in relation to my age sometimes. Right. Like, like I only know my brother's age by adding five years to my yeah, own yeah, yeah. or like things like that. It's yeah. so funny. Sometimes even when I think about my own age, I have to just remember that like I turn the same age as like the year, if that makes sense. Because oh, yeah. I was born in 89. Uh-huh. So, wait, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's not right, Janine. <laughs> I think it's the same age minus one. So like in 2020, I will turn 31. Gotcha. Or it's the same age plus one. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, knowing what you know now at 27, is that right? 28. <laughs> See, I do it all the time. Knowing what you know now at 28. <laughs> wow. What would you tell yourself at age 20? <laughs> um, At age 20, I'm trying to think. I was a, hmm, I was a junior in college. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what I would have told myself. I probably would have told myself what I would tell myself at any age. Don't cut your hair. <laughs> um, don't cut bangs. Don't cut your hair. Yeah. But also, also a quarantine piece of advice. Oh my gosh, for real. <laughs> However, I do have a friend who just chopped her own hair a couple days ago and it looks great. And she's not a hairdresser. So she is the exception. I am not going to take <laughs> a leaf out of her book though. Because... She's the exception, not the rule. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> so, so yeah, I would say that on a funny note, but also I would tell myself to like slow down. Mm. And I mean, I, I could tell myself that every day, but True. I would tell myself to slow down, spend more time meditating more time praying. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would change a lot for me yeah. in a good way. Yeah. And savor it. Like, yeah, because I feel like, I mean, for me, at least I think for most of my life, I thought, God, I can't wait to be 21. I can't wait to mm-hmm. be 25. Mm-hmm. And granted, I'm only 30, which is not old. Mm-mm. But, you know, I look back on my college years and I'm like, oh, did I savor it as fully as I could? Obviously, I don't regret anything. But just savor where you are because mm-hmm. time really does go by faster mm-hmm. the older you get. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good piece of advice. For sure. I would tell myself to slow down. Yes. Yeah. Well, who or what is inspiring you lately, Allie? Well, lately, as in the last month, probably, I feel like the creativity that I've seen mm. people come, I don't know, come at COVID-19 with has mm-hmm. been so cool. Like the other day I was walking around my neighborhood, I see all these chalk mosaics. Yeah. And it's just like inspiring me to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I'm going to chalk my driveway tomorrow. Oh, fun. Um, I'm super excited. I've set aside some time. Hopefully it won't be too hot or too cold. Mm-hmm. We'll see. The weather's been nuts. But yeah, so that's been inspiring me. Also, Brad Montague has been inspir- oh. inspiring me lately. Recently watched a talk that he gave to Nashville Creative Mornings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was so, there. Hey. Yes, it was so fun. And I recently got his book in the mail as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah, um, <laughs> so here's a blog for Brad's book. Yeah, we'll link it in the show notes. Um, Brad Montague's yeah, book. Yeah, so uh, good. Um, what is it called? Being Better Grownups. Being Better Grownups. It's really um, cute. So good. And he's just such an incredible illustrator and speaker and mm-hmm. just seems like such a warm human being. And mm-hmm. so everything that he's been posting lately has really been inspiring me. And then also I've been reading C.S. Lewis for the last like year and then mm-hmm. some. And so a lot of his books have really been inspiring me. I read one recently that the most recent one I finished actually was called Letters to an American Lady, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. It's a collection of letters that he wrote to a friend for about maybe 30 years. Wow. Maybe a little less than that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it was a while and both of them experiencing such change in their life. And 
it was really encouraging to me. So that's really cool. Um, and encouraged me to write letters to people. Oh, I love that. Yeah, not just little cards, but like letters. Like, what is happening in my life? What is happening in your life? And so those are the things I think lately. Yeah. Okay. There is something really special and unique about a handwritten letter. I had the weirdest. Actually, I'm keeping this in the episode because this is funny and true. I have been watching the Lizzie McGuire series on Disney Plus <laughs> during this weird season of everyone's lives around the world. We've all been binging, right? So mm. I was watching Lizzie McGuire and it was the first episode of the second season. And it's the one where Lizzie gets a boyfriend and um, she gets like a, a written letter from him and she was so excited. And it reminded me of middle school when like that's what we did when we had crushes we wrote letters to each other and i had like a very vivid memory i had a i had a quote-unquote boyfriend in seventh grade <laughs> and his name was walter which sounds like an old man's name he was the nicest guy but we would write letters all the time and i like wish i still had them not for like pining but just because it was so sweet and like letters are so powerful and it's it's a lost art form I feel like mm-hmm. so I love that you're doing that I signed up and I think you did too for something called the shut in social club mm-hmm. and we're gonna link that in the show notes as well but it's a really cool concept where you kind of fill out a little questionnaire type of thing and give all your information and someone on the other end matches you with a person and with a kind of like retirement community or a nursing home and you get to write letters to them and Mm -hmm. it's really sweet and I got my first letter back which was really cool and so I love that they're kind of bringing back the quote-unquote old-fashioned form of communication letter writing. I really have loved that. Mm -hmm. I think like when I think of notes and myself writing notes to people I always imagine a piece of notebook paper that Uh I fold into four pieces and then fold down into that little square and then tuck it in. Yeah so I'll probably do a few of those. Can you do one for me because I want to one I want a letter but two I want to relearn how to do that. I was literally thinking about that and you put like little hearts on it and different colors oh my gosh. It was such a fun way to get a note and then you just like slide it to your or like your, in your locker. Your Did you ever get them oh, in your uh-huh, locker? Uh huh. And then you like open it up. And you have like three little folded letters, and you're like, "It's a great day." Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, so much nostalgia right now. <laughs> well, we've got one more question, and this mm-hmm. is one of my favorite ones to ask. And this can be as deep or as funny or whatever as as you want it to be. We've gotten the full gamut of answers, <laughs> which is awesome, and I love yeah. it so much. But in your opinion, what makes someone a wild heart? Hmm. I feel like. For me specifically, as a Christian, trusting and seeking the Lord is a wild heart because mm. you don't know what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And and that's what trust looks like. And I feel like seeking and trusting beauty and honesty in the world is also mm. that. So like, whether you're spiritual or not, mm-hmm. I think those two things, seeking and trusting mm-hmm. attitudes mm-hmm. can really be what defines a wild heart. I like the words seeking and trusting because there's a sense of unknown in mm-hmm. that, right? And that's what a lot of life is. We try to control as much as we think we really can, but Mm -hmm. most of it is unknown and outside of our control. So it's seeking and trusting. Yep. It's having faith. Yeah. And no matter like seeking and trusting in good times and Mm -hmm. in valleys Mm -hmm. um, as well. That's a really good answer. I love that. (laughs) Allie, this has been so much fun hanging out and getting to talk about how to make friends through social media a conversation between two friends who met through social media. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and are still really good friends today. We literally live half a mile from each other. <laughs> so pre-quarantine days, we would hang out a lot. And we <laughs> now can- we'll just wave at each other from, from the street. <laughs> from a distance of six feet at all times. 
but it's really fun to, it's been fun to see the trajectory of our friendship. And I'm so glad that you had the boldness to reach out because who knows, this might not be a reality if you wouldn't have said yes to that that inkling to do so. So I'm so grateful for you. Thanks for being willing to be on the podcast. Oh my gosh, of course. I've never done anything like this. And I, like I mentioned before, like I get shy and nervous quite a bit. So like I'm trying to do more things that make me a little scared. And Uh this is kind of one of those things. And so I have loved, I have loved this. So you're in your sweet spot right now. Oh my gosh. What I call the sweet spot where it's like, scary but exciting at the same time okay I would definitely say I'm there (laughs) yay well this has been really great and I'm sure that a lot of people listening and have learned a ton and we want to challenge you guys to reach out to someone this week someone that you've been following maybe even talking to Mm -hmm. someone you admire or would love to just like learn from Mm -hmm. or you know whatever just do it just reach out obviously (laughs) if you know you're still in um, shelter in place try a virtual meeting (laughs) or try and set something up for once we're all able to be together again. But Allie, thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of Wild Hearts with Janine. I had so much fun sitting down with my friend Allie talking all about making friends through social media. I hope that you guys were encouraged and inspired to get out of your comfort zone a little bit and go ahead and send that direct message. The worst thing that could happen is that you don't get a response or it doesn't work out. And honestly, that being the riskiest part of it means you should just go ahead and do it because you could end up with a friend for life, which is essentially what happened with me and Allie. So make sure to give her a follow and yeah, reach out to that person you've been thinking about reaching out to. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be sitting down with my friend Katie Bulmer, who I met through a mastermind a few years ago. She is super fun, super adventurous, and just a really awesome person. And we're going to be talking about everything we wish we knew in college. We're both a few years removed from college, but we're going to be sharing some of our triumphs and struggles. And Katie still works with college students today, so she's going to be sharing a little bit of insight on what college students are facing now. And we're just really excited to even get to share some of our more embarrassing stories. So trust me, you're not going to want to miss it. Until then, you guys, keep dreaming, seeking, and stepping out in faith. Bye.